0: what's up everybody my name is tj and i'm back with another episode of tap in a little bit of an announcement i'm gonna start doing this every other week because doing this every week is outstanding i wasn't gonna do one last week anyway just because of the holiday but i'm gonna start doing it every other week so yeah i won't be as frequent as every wednesday but i'll do it every other wednesday from here on out but yeah so we got a little bit some things to get into here today. i oh, are going to start off with some current events, going to some other topics, and yeah, listen up. All right. So first thing I want to address is the Shainola Robinson case. Now, I didn't really want to touch on it entirely too much because I didn't really have any details about what was going on. But you know, <clears throat> upon doing my research on Twitter and um, you know, obviously watching news, things like that. Um, there's a new video that surfaced sometime last week um where Shaquilla Robinson was walking through the airbnb wherever they were staring at in mexico and um all the friends happened to like be in the room without her um i think the part that really gets me with the whole thing with this case and then just the situation itself is how watching that video you could really hear how excited she was to be around her friends be with her friends and go out and experience whatever they had during the day. And then for you to walk into the room and see like all the friends in there not interacting with her, it just seemed kind of off. And I think that's the part that really gets to me. is like, you can hear the joy in her voice, but then it gets really quiet when she walks in the room and you're like what the heck is going on like why would they want to do this to this girl and no matter what may have happened before like this girl didn't warrant like a death sentence and I think the part even more that bothers me is just like how they told you know the family like they called the mom told her that she had like um alcohol poisoning and I'm like y'all had multiple days I guess to come up with a better story and that's kind of what you gave them thinking that they wouldn't do an autopsy and once you left mexico that it was just going to be fine and dandy like they weren't going to want to figure out what is going on and just to find out like that's the way how like she passed is just a brutal beating that is insane to me how nobody stepped in to like try to help her you know just to you know what i mean like you know how you watching you're watching a fight with a couple of people And the fight is now starting to get kinda out of hand. So somebody will typically step in and try to stop the fight and be like, all right, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. And in the video, everybody's kinda just standing around watching her kinda get beat up and not defending herself. And it's kinda like, you know, where's the humanity? Where's the empathy? Where's the the love and care that, you know, should be there for just not only like a random person, but someone that you call a close a close friend of yours especially the guy that was her best friend i guess like you were there why didn't you stop this you know what i mean and it just kind of felt like it was the whole trip idea was kind of like just a setup for her to you know pass away it just didn't feel right at all you know what i mean and uh, yeah i don't want to go on a whole tangent about that but yeah it just it it doesn't really sit right with me and i hope they send them back to mexico to go on trial and stay in trial there. And I hope they go to the jails there and are given the proper punishment. I hope that is what happens because that's inexcusable and that girl did not deserve to die. But yeah. So the next current event thing that I wanna talk about is um, Tyler Adams. He's a captain of the US Men's National Soccer Team or either he's in the running to become the captain Um, I couldn't find out the information, but I do believe he may be captain. He's the first black captain in U.S. men's national soccer team history. And he was asked to, well, he was talked to with the first thing about um, pronouncing Iran's name correctly. And the reporter kind of came off in a condescending way to where it seemed like he was kind of like talked down on him in a sense. And he was like hey you know you pronounce the country's name wrong so on and so forth but instead of like educating him it came off more as like he was telling him or talking to him as if he was a child and you know here in america we our education system is not that good like we learn the history that they standardize across the country stuff like that they don't really want us to know everything right so In that moment, you could have kind of taught him, like, hey, it's pronounced Iran instead of Iran. Like, I think most Americans think that it is called Iran, just based off the way we're taught. Like, we didn't know. But yeah. Now, the second question that was posed is, you know, as a black man, why would you feel comfortable, you know, representing a country that discriminates against, you know, black people? And for me, I particularly didn't like that question because it was like, it came off as like, you know, why are you wanting to represent a country that's you know discriminatory against you know people that look like you for me i didn't like that because no other men's national soccer player has ever been asked that question before which most of them that if not all of them were white before this black man you didn't ask them that question before but the moment a black man is up on that stage you took the moment to ask a question question like that And Tyler Adams is better than me because he handled that with grace and elegance that I probably wouldn't have had in that moment. Because I'd have been like, I would have said something else. Let's just not even get into what I would have said. But yeah, my whole thing is with that thing, like that question. It just it goes to show you how a lot of people are super out of touch with just black people in general. You go anywhere in the world, there's discrimination against black people, like. That happens everywhere, not just the United States. Um, And then for you to ask a person like that, who is on the biggest stage in the world as far as the sport of soccer, and um, you take the opportunity to dig at him about something that he can't control, he has no control over, he can't change on his own, and he's there to play the sport that he loved and grew up on, and it's so good that he's literally representing a country, you know, that he's from on the national on on the worldwide stage i felt like that was kind of condescending i felt like it was disrespectful and it raises the question like why did you ask this question to other captains before now all of a sudden it's a problem when he's up there but it wasn't a problem before now like, it just kind of came off as like, all right, well, now you, this is the time you want to choose to ask a question like this. And for me, it's frustrating as a black person because why are we always asked the hard questions? Why are we always asked these deep questions where we have to explain why we do certain things? And why aren't these other people, you know, typically white people in these situations, why aren't they asked these questions when they're the ones doing the discrimination and stuff like that? Why aren't these being presented to them? Not like we're doing it to our own fucking selves. Like, it doesn't makes sense to me. Why do you pick that stage to ask that? But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like Tyler Adams answered that question beautifully. Like I said, he answered a lot better than I would have. Me personally, that probably would upset me. But I'm glad I'm not on this stage. He is. But yeah, and I think it's—I don't know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's super layered to like other things too. Like for Black people, sports is an opportunity where you kind of can't deny us our ability on whatever field court it may be you either perform or you don't and for black people that's a huge thing being able to go out there and perform to where you can't take things away from us that you normally would in actual life you know what i mean and to be asked a question like that on a stage like that i felt like was kind of jacked up but that's just me but yeah let's not stay too much on that but let's talk about something to know like people i am seeing too much dating podcast videos whatever else why is this one of the only topics that we talk about it is super annoying it is super played out like i can understand that we were having a conversation about healthy healthy relationships how we get there things like that but it seems like we are going back and forth with each other about absolutely nothing like why can't we just do what makes us happy with the person that we want to be with why can't we just do that Why do we constantly have to sit around and and debate with each other about certain things, about how relationships are supposed to be, things like that, what women are supposed to do, what men are supposed to do? Why can't we just enjoy life? Like, at the end of the day, like, neither one of us are perfect in what we do, black men and black women. Like, we're not upholding the bar like we should be. Like, black women blame black men for everything, black men blame black women for everything. And it's frustrating because it's like, it's so much more to us than the stupid shit that we keep talking about. Like, why are we still stuck on these topics and not trying to progress past the issues that we're having? Where does the solution come in? Why do we keep having these discussions? White people aren't doing this. Asian people aren't doing this. Hispanic people aren't doing this. Why is it always us? Why are we stuck on this conversation? Why can't we have positive conversations about different things? Positive conversations about relationships. Why, like, why aren't those being pushed to the front? We just continue to try to move the bar and talk about each other all day. And it doesn't solve anything. It's super annoying. Let's talk about other things. Like, let's try to talk about hiking. Whatever else. Like, can we try something else? At this point, it's getting old. It's getting super, super old. Let's try something else. But yeah. So, I saw this post on tiktok the other day but it was in a podcast and these two creators that i watch um, i believe their tiktok handle is like crash dummies or something like that and they were talking about um, what if they made like tarzan black and i thought to myself i don't think white people would be that bold to do that but then i thought to myself again they would be that bold like they would try some shit like that they would try to change it and make them black I promise you the day that that movie comes out and i don't even want to speak it into existence but i feel like it may even be in the works right now if they were to present that idea black twitter would be on a rampage like it would be an uproar. like that movie will make zero dollars at the box office because yeah no like do you imagine like how that would be received like a black man in a jungle with monkeys and animals and stuff like that like come on now you guys can keep that one You can keep him white, he can remain white, you can keep him Caucasian, keep him there. We don't want that one, we want the other ones, we don't want that one, we just want the representation, but not that one in particular, because you guys associate blackness with being savages and shit like that. No, do not think about making that a black one. Now let's get past that one. We're done with that topic, do not do it. Thank you. All right, so now, I'm thinking about introducing this new category called random story times. I've told different stories throughout my life and I've had things go on with me that I look back on it now and now I can't find kind of funny. Um but yeah, I I'll, I'll, I'll start with this story. So, a few years back, right around the time the first Spider-Man came out on PS4, was I was in the military. And um, I was about to go to work. I worked night shift, so I was waking up pretty early. Well, not early, but I woke up around 6 p.m. in the afternoon. or So to wake up and fix myself some meat. So I didn't thaw out the hamburger meat that I wanted to use. So I went in and I had like these hamburger patties in the freezer. And that's pretty much ground beef. I can just take the patty apart and brown them in the pan and just use that. Right. So the two patties were frozen. And my dumbass took a big kitchen knife and like put it in the middle to like pry them open and then use them, right? I don't know why I did that, but that's besides the point, all right, don't judge me. So I take them, pry them open, pull it apart, it gives, and but the knife goes like directly into my hand, right? I pull it out because I felt myself stab myself, but I'm like holding my hand like this. So like I was in denial. I was like, I hope I did. I'm not bleeding that bad. So the blood starts like coming through like my knuckles a little bit, like just dripping down. And I'm like, oh shit. So i open my hand and you guys can see the scar now um, on my hand right there, I'm right at the bottom. You can see it now, but in the moment, like the white meat was hanging out of my hand, all that good stuff. So I grabbed this kitchen towel off the counter, slap it on my hand. I'm pressing down hard as hell. Mind you, I'm in like my drawers in like a white beater. So I went to my room and I throw on some shorts or whatever and I throw on a t-shirt and just slide my feet into some slides, grab my keys, run out the door and I drive myself to the hospital, right? I'm flooring it through the city, trying to get to the hospital. Get to the hospital, run inside. I get to the desk and the, lady, the reception is sitting there just like taking her sweet ass time. Meanwhile, like the towel is drenched in blood. Like it's almost the whole thing is red. So I'm like panicking. Cause I'm like, fuck, I'm bleeding out a lot, right? You know, in the moment, I'm like, damn, I could die if I lose too much blood. Over dramaticness. Yes, but whatever. So I get there and I'm like telling her everything, filling out my information, all this other stuff. And she's just like, mm-hmm, 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 just taking her time. Like, I'm like, motherfucker, like, I am literally bleeding. Like, this is literally actively bleeding, right? So I'm like, like trying to get her to hurry up, right? She's just moving slow as fuck. So I get done checking in, right? And I'm sitting there for, like, at least 25 to 50 minutes in that time span, just waiting. Like, my hand is literally throbbing at this point. Like, the adrenaline has kind of worn off. I'm starting to feel it, right? So, the doctor comes back, gets me, brings me into the back. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm about to get stitched up. Another 10, 15 minutes goes by. He comes in there with all his equipment that he'll need, stuff like that. He cleans it up, whatever, whatever. So, I get done, go back home. At this point, I'm already late for work. Like, work has already started, and I'm on night shift anyway. So, it's past you know time for me to be at work so I messaged my supervisor I'm like hey you know I stabbed my hand pretty bad like I was updating him throughout the process but yeah so he's like yeah don't worry about it don't come into work so on and so forth so later on he like calls me or text me I can't remember which one but he's like yo Archie like did you make an excuse so you can miss work to play the new spider-man game and I'm like bitch like if I didn't want to be at work I would have came up with a much better excuse than that one right So like I take a picture of my hand like the white meat that was showing in my hand and I sent it to him. He didn't respond but the next time I saw him he was like motherfucker like why did you send me that shit and I was laughing with him and then he pretty much told everybody like I stabbed my hand on some dumb shit like which I really did but like everybody in the shop was like roasting me for like about a week or so and then it faded off but yeah yeah that was an interesting time like the motherfucker really tried me and say I tried to miss work to play Spider-Man like bro if I didn't want to come to work I would have told you some other stuff than that like it ain't that deep and then I would have came to work and you would have not seen my hand bandaged up like I literally couldn't work for like a week so yeah random story time that you didn't ask for but I'm going to tell you anyway because I don't care but yeah now to close it out and close out with a couple things like a couple would you rather questions but these, are, these two are pretty interesting so the first one is: Would you rather die before your spouse or after them? Me personally, I'd rather die after my spouse. Cause to find out, even though I'm dead, like my spouse is moving on without me, finding somebody else, absolutely not. I'm hunting both of them for the rest of their life. Like, boo, boo, boo! I'm hiding in the closet underneath the bed. I'm, I'm closing doors, slamming everything. You're gonna think it's paranormal activity with the way I'm handling it, right? Like, I just can't. I can't. I can't be in heaven looking down on this, right? You know what I'm saying? I just Something in my spirit just won't allow me to let that slide. I'ma have to, they are gonna have to die before me. And then after that, I'm jumping in the grave with them. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, no, that don't sit right with me. Like I just, mm -mm, I can't do it. I just, I I can't do it. But yeah, let's go to the next one. So would you rather win the lottery or live in good health to be 200 years old? I feel like if you want to live that long, you're just insane. Like I feel like 80 years is enough. I feel like at that point you've gotten a good grasp of earth and what it presents I feel like you don't need to overstay your welcome 200 years is outrageous outrageous like I don't even want to imagine what that would be like that just wouldn't mm-mm. I feel like at that point just wrap it up 80 years I'm good I don't really need to go past that like anything else other than that is a burden at that point like yeah I don't know 200 years on this earth I can't even imagine what would be going on like you'd be listening to music f- from way out of your time like imagine turning up some oldies and like people don't have an idea what the fuck it is and you're just sitting there jamming out they're like Who is this and you're trying to explain it to them they're like oh I've never heard of trippy red like bro I don't I, I couldn't do that I, I I couldn't do that like I couldn't imagine living through so many different things for 200 years I feel like if you want to live that long something is really wrong with you What would be the fucking point of living that long? Like, what are you gaining from that? More problems. Like, imagine meeting your great-great-grandkids and they, like, don't even really vibe with you. Now you're just around them for what? Like, you're a burden to everybody because you're so old. I don't care how good of a health you're being. You're literally 200 years old. Nobody's going to relate to anything you have to talk about. Like, what friends are you going to have? You're just going to be there by yourself. Like, it's going to be you, the old nigga time capsule. That's ultimately what you be. Why would you want that for yourself? Give me the fucking money. I'm going to ball out till I'm 80 then take my ass on home. Like, I don't want to live that way. It's nothing that I'm gaining from that experience. Like, give me the money. Let me ball out my, what is it, I'm 25 right now. Let me ball out the remaining, what is it, 55 years I have left, 65 years I have left. Like, come on now. Like, like, give me some time. I I need some time with that money so I can really live it up the way I want to live it up. Like, I don't feel like I need to live to 200 years to really experience that and then you're not going to be retired the whole time either like you're just going to be at home like give me the money slide it to me in my bank account put it in my hand give it to me so i can ball out i'm trying to spend every ounce of that fuck generational wealth it's about my wealth i'm here i'm gone it's over find your own way no, I'm just kidding. of course it's generational wealth but yeah appreciate you guys for tuning in and tapping in I'll be back in another two weeks. Talk about some different things. Hearing me talk about whatever I want to talk about. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, whoever's out there. Love you.